0: The Romeo Carey Podcast. This is a uh, pull from the Romeo Carey uh, archive. This dates back to a video recording which is available on YouTube back to 1995. It's a lecture given by Dick Gregory. The location
1: of the recording is South Central Los Angeles and uh, it took place in Black Diamond Gym
0: and here's the recording Christmas ain't nothing but an old whitey Christian holiday and that's right the sad part about it, if it wasn't for that whitey Christian holiday, most black folks I know would never slow up and take time to get a gift from another black person and say I love you the sad part about it, you know and I know a whole lot of black folks don't celebrate white folks holiday, that don't mean they don't exist because I tell my black friends, anytime white folks close the bank up, <laughs> right? you know, you can't get your money out the bank, that's a holiday. <laughs> but the problem what we got to do, and, and that's what, you know, that's the beautiful part, what King was talking about, and that's why you really got to get your diet together, so once you get your diet together, you get your head together, once your head together, things function. Everybody running around to hit somebody about a white Christian holiday. I'm worried about February the 22nd, George Washington's birthday. Now think about that. The banks are closed. <laughs> School out. George Washington was a slave master. I mean, what am I doing, being forced to celebrate the birthday of us? Can you imagine Jews getting so messed up one day they end up being forced to celebrate Hitler's birthday? <laughs> I mean, think about that. Hey, when I was a little boy, when I was in school, I didn't celebrate his birthday. I mean, that, I ain't never liked school. I ain't no like I ain't never liked school. No, no. You, you, you know, school, I ain't never liked school. Never went to school unless I had to, except, man, you know, you stayed up here 20 minutes. Soon you left, it came out. <laughs> Check this out. I mean, this is the most outrageous thing i heard in my life. When I found out that we were supposed to celebrate George Washington's birthday, that's the only day of the year I would break in school. (laughs) I would read every book I could find. I mean, the teachers would come in, police would come, what you doing here? I said, I'm taking the test. (laughs) And then after I started putting me a little piece of chump change in the bank, I'd go to the bank, take my money out on the 22nd. Put it back in on the 23rd. <laughs> you see, there's a universal God for us. Now, when I talk about God, don't y'all get upset because I ain't talking about no isms and osms and ain't talking about nobody that needs your validation. Okay? And there's a whole big difference between God and religion. Okay? And evidently, I mean, I've been black 63 years, and black folks been praying ever since I was a boy, but evidently, most black folks know ain't praying to the right person, because there is a God that answers all prayers. And there's no way you can be praying to that right God, and if you could diabetes, high blood pressure, cancer, and all the things you have, it's impossible. And, and, and you black folks that still go to church, Eat me all that don't. Y'all need to go to church and get you one of them Baptist hymn books and listen and just read the songs. Yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know the song about the sparrow. Y'all know what I'm
2: talking
0: about? I know You who said, let, tell you, tell them, because these you little young folks in there. You? They talk about, they think you're talking about something to eat. <laughs> sparrow is an ugly. Go ahead, hold that mic there, sister. Hold the mic. Your eyes are supposed to be on the sparrow. Now as you say this, now let me tell y'all. Yeah, give her the mic. Give it the mic. Give it give it the mic. Let to hold it. You don't mind, Jesus? We talking about Jesus and them. Now, you know. Yeah, okay, now. The eyes are supposed to be on the sparrow. Now that's that's the song. We ain't making this up. I mean, now. The eyes is on the sparrow. Now the sparrow is an ugly little old bird. Don't do nothing but doo-doo on your car window. No, 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 y'all right, you know, that's everything. You can always tell where the sparrow is because you got stuff all on your front porch and, you know, that's the sparrow. Now, what do they know? Leave it, let her have the mic, She not doing. Now, what, what, what else do they say about that sparrow, sister? Um, Now, you said you knew. I'm because I'm happy. Same because I'm happy. Same because I'm free. Now, so if his eyes is on a little old ugly sparrow that don't do nothing but go around doo dooing on people's, that's
2: right.
0: and, if, and if and if that sparrow fall out the sky and that God us know about that one, you know. That's right.
2: that's what you're
0: about. But people be singing to the but they must not mean it. Well, you know what I'm saying? And so all I'm saying is, and there's another song talk about one day at a time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, and that's what the universal law. Let me tell you something. There's a universal order that functions on 24-hour shifts. And you are empowered with enough energy to survive 24 hours, then you go recharge it and do it 24 hours. So it means everybody you owed money to yesterday, you should not wake up bringing that burden over you and then ask me. I'm good at that. Well, me and my wife and Matt, 35 years, and the biggest problem we ever had, I called home one day and she was all upset. <laughs> that that $800,000. American Express bill come in. I hung up. She called me back at the hotel. She said, did we get disconnected? Did I said, down? No, I hung up. She said, well, you hung up for what? I said, who, who you loaned my $800,000 to? She said, Greg, you didn't hear me. I said, American Express $800,000 bill come in. I said, I mean, you upset because I owe white folks some money? <laughs> All that tension in your voice, I thought you'd loan somebody my money. <laughs> I said, tell you what you do. Call that 800 number for American Express and see if they upset. <laughs> she said, but we don't have it in the bank. I say, tell them that. <laughs> You mean American Express and let me run up eight hundred thousand dollars and the money ain't in the bank? We should be celebrating! <laughs> and see what y'all got to do. see when you get your nutrition together. You start seeing through tricks. Well, I might not have no money, but I got good credit. I'm looking for me a mere woman that got some money but ain't got no credit. That white boy told me the other day, we do a little business thing. He said, yeah, I just lost $35 million, but my credit good. I said, brother, I sure wish you had a $35 million in bad credit. We could really talk. Now, hear me good. These are games, and we pass these games on to our children. And that's why if you put your head together and eat right and put the right water in the body and take care of your body, things start happening. And nobody can trick you. And then NBC and CBS and ABC and all them folks that be running that game down and forth, they couldn't run it down. And then after you get real information, stop tightening up and, and getting all, you know, smile. You can't go back to the old black folks after you learn something without feeding it to them in their rhythm. Y'all wanna run in, and that's why the older folks is upset with the rappers. Cause when they call the sisters bitches, they really think that they mean that because them old folks, when the j- dude called them a bitch, they mean it.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, you listen to someone use the word MF. He said MF tree, MF dog, so evidently it don't mean what they're saying. So these young rappers, I don't have no problem with gangster rap except if they were saying that about Jewish women and Irish women and Italian women, it wouldn't be getting no airplay. All right? All right. So I ain't got no problem with do they have a right under the Fourth Amendment, okay? And when you look at Def Jam, that is some funny, funny, but you can't get as filthy as a white comic. Trust me. How come I don't see none of them on TV? Little big-lip sister sitting there talking about how good she can pull on something. Why am I looking at this on TV? And if you know anybody that was in Nazi Germany, Hitler started doing the Jews the same way. Started doing a lot of derogatory stuff. So when I run in on y'all, also that's a, because the white folks that look at that man, they don't see you all sitting here.
1: That's
0: right. Hear me. This is the black family. All right. They don't see this don't see brothers and sisters and open up a huge place like this here. It's brothers and sisters manipulate, bringing me all the way from the East Coast just so we can share information. All right. But if you get dirty enough and nasty enough, you can be on death jam every week. But I tell you what. Sit here today and write the greatest opera that's ever been written in the history of the planet and then write one every week and see if they can find any space for you on the network. Okay. And it ain't got nothing to do, do you like some more dirty jokes? Red Fox and sold more dirty records than anybody, but they never got airplay and the people that want them knew where they could buy them. And they didn't just expose that stuff to anybody. And so we got to sit down, we got to listen, and that's why when your head is in order... I mean, every year for King's birthday, they give us something negative. I mean, this year they give us Malcolm's daughter. Last year, the black guy who's secretary of the army as we got ready to celebrate Malcolm's birthday, he got caught in the PX stealing some women's drawers. Now think about that. If I'm Secretary of the Army, I own the PX. That's like I own McDonald's. Somebody's gonna catch me stealing a french fry and report me. These are my french fries. Every year on King's birthday. Do y'all remember 1991? The war started on January the 15th, King's birthday. Marion Barry was supposed to have been busted on King's birthday, but some black cops got to him and told him about it. That's the games they play. But, but I mean, if you just listen, I, I swear, if, if I was Malcolm and somebody killed me and my daughter waited 30 years I mean, the nigga can die from natural causes by (laughs) (laughs) then. If I thought I had a daughter that would wait 30 years to get somebody that she believed killed me, I would have serious attitude. Then, if the girl did it, she got to be mentally retarded. Did y'all see the Godfather movies? I mean, four Godfather movies, Hollywood had made so many gangster movies, and when you talk about murder, you ain't never heard of mention Minneapolis. Now, she in New York where the killers are, she want to get somebody to kill Farrakhan. She leave New York where all the murderers are and go to Minneapolis.
2: <laughs>
0: and get a white boy. serious white name, Fitzpatrick. <laughs> didn't get no, didn't get no white boy name, uh, 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 Ralph Jones. Oh, now the one thing we know about Farrakhan, if we don't know nothing else, ain't another black man on this planet that's guarded by other black men like Farrakhan, and you gonna get a white man, <laughs> a Catholic. <laughs> It, he got to go confess to a priest. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still follow. I, I got that nigga. But then, we understand the white mentality, the fact that the CIA and the FBI would run that game down on us. I mean, think about it. And Paul Farrakhan, they didn't mess Farrakhan up so bad with it. I mean, think about it. Think about for a minute. If they kill that girl today, most folks in the world think Farrakhan has something to do with it. Think about it. If the girl died from natural causes tonight, clever, this is how clever and this is why you died. Got to be right so you see through this. There's a lot of young folks that love Malcolm, love Farrakhan so the government said, now, how can we inject into these young folk minds that Farrakhan might have had something to do with killing them out? So now they got a legitimate excuse to run stuff down in your head that you might not even know that there was a rumor. That's how they do it. Somewhere. And then, and then Farrakhan really messed up because he, he really don't know the mentality of a white racist system. He said, we're going to take a million black men, y'all know about that, right, to Washington, D.C. Now, you know, damn, well, ain't no million black men (laughs) (laughs) going to Washington, D.C. Just the logistics of bringing a million people to Washington, D.C. would cost you damn near $300,000. I mean, think about it. The white folks don't know that. So then, then Farrakhan kind of hedged when he's on Larry King's show. And, and he calls himself not upsetting white folks. And he said, uh, we're not gonna march on Washington. We're gonna march in Washington. And white folks really didn't know what that
2: meant.
0: Well, <laughs> I didn't know, I said in Washington. But you really trying to say white folks like, you know, we just come in to do our thing, that's cool. When well, it come to bother y'all, this is a black thing. But white folks heard him say, in Washington. They say, what'd that mean? See, and this is why y'all got really, really put your stuff together and you got to listen. I mean, some of white boy that went crazy and called the, the president and threatened him and gave him my phone number. Secret Service called my wife. Thank God I was in South Africa, because I would have told the Secret Service, you know, I, you know, everybody thinks the president should be protected, whether you like him or not. But until y'all go and question Jesse Helms about he better not come to North Carolina without a bodyguard, don't even come to my house. And y'all better start listening. See, there's a lot of stuff you can learn from white folks. I mean think about I mean Connie Chung, and Connie Chung better really find out who she is, I don't know what she see when she look in the mirror. Connie Chung then went and interviewed Newt Gingrich's mama. Newt Gingrich's mama said to Connie Chung, yeah my son referred to the president's wife as a bitch, and Connie Chung got in trouble. (laughs) All right. <laughs> Barbara Walters would've did the same interview, they would've been praising her. Oh Barbara, how did you get mom to say that? I wonder when Connie look in the mirror, what kind of eyes do she see looking back at her? She must think she a white woman. And, and the whole world was told that Nuke's mother said that Nuke Gingrich referred to the president's old lady. If he called her a bitch, I call her old lady as a bitch. And what happened? The president invite him and his mama to the White House. If Jesse Jackson's mama would say, Jesse, refer to the president's old lady as a bitch, Jesse would have all his speeches in his little show canceled on CNN. So you've got to really understand this mentality we're dealing with. I mean, it's very, very important that when you look around and, and, and see the games that they play, and I guess it ain't no beautiful white woman. I was talking at, at the University of Arkansas a couple of days ago, and I just said, it must not be no beautiful white women left. White people look all funny. I said, what do you mean? I said, Well, every time I pick up the white paper and a white woman's murdered, it always say beautiful or attractive. It look like white boys don't kill ugly white women. <laughs> Come, every time it comes time for her to die, she pretty. So I just say, it must not be no beautiful white women alive. That's a game they play. And sisters, you got a big job. Because you got to really take black men now and undo what your motherhood have done to us. So you've been so busy loving us and trying to protect us from a white racist system. But when this white boy said, come join me and go to war and run up that hill and shoot and kill people you don't know, that same black mother that was protecting me from this white cop, don't protect me. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Just tell those black boys that when that cop stop you now, you know you gotta go off, be cool. How can you justify teaching a black man to be mannable because an ignorant, racist, redneck cracker cop might kill him, it's honorable to die. And let me tell you what we get out of that. We get a white cop stop you, and because of what mom taught me, I, I'm mannable and my but when two black detectives stop you, you want to get him some lip. Hey, nigga, you ought to be out catching dope, you ain't said it to that white boy. Okay? Uh-oh. Yeah, nigga, all the crime out here, you messing with me. You said it that to that white boy. And one of the things we got to understand is we got to stop raising our children with slave mentality. Children ought to be seen and not heard. That came from slavery. Look here, let me show you what. All of us are slaves. Okay? In the same house. You know that white boy don't know all the black women that got pregnant? So what they had to do was tell the babies not to make no noise. That's where that came from. And so we raised generation after generation of black children saying, be quiet, don't don't let them shh. And and we're still doing that. Now, black men, me and this sister in love, this old evil, nasty white boy over here, now, anytime time he gets... No, I'm talking to him. No, I don't. I don't know you that well. Matter of fact, I didn't even know you was white till you raised your hand. I got some... That's right. That's right. I got some cousins lighter than him. You okay. Now, watch this. This old evil, nasty white boy that owns all of us, the first time he know you and I got a thing going and he want to punish me, he punish you. So, Everybody at the tent knew who was in love because we was tricking this white boy and every time we see each other, we be arguing with one another to throw him off. And it's still in our genes now. We still be woofing with our ladies. That slave mentality, still be woofing. Look at all them Central comics, including the Cosby comics. Look at all, always conflict. And then look at the white comics. Look at them Central comics, no conflict. Always conflict between me and the black lady. I don't need to do that no more. I am out of slavery and y'all got to listen. You got to listen real hard and understand who you are when you function properly. I mean, I mean when you stop and think who you are. You realize if you took your hand and put it over any surface one twenty-five thousandth of an inch. Now, you know how small that is? Anything in this piece of wood here, anything that have happened around it, from homicide to murder to, to, to joy and festivities, will come into my hand. That's who we are. That's what that universal God force put together. You can walk in and touch anything, and just don't let them touch it, and it will communicate to you. Some of y'all know what Africans do it with trees. They can leave the moon as a message in a tree, and they come there five years later and get it. And now they want to tell us about an information highway. Just when I almost catch up and find out who I am, they're going to trash me and tell me about some information. I'm the information highway. These three sisters here can have babies. Them damn computers can't have no baby. This is the information highway. If I want to go learn about somebody, let me learn more about my sister. Damn a computer. Because the trick is, in order to put a multi-trillion dollar information highway together, they can't make no money until they put in whose house? Ours. See, that's what they forgot. So how are they gonna make something so sophisticated, and if I'm so unsophisticated, how are you gonna make some money? Whatever you do when you get through playing your game, you got to make it plain. To sell it to me. And you can't make no money just putting the information highway together. You got to be able to sell that highway to somebody. And so once you understand who you are, then you understand why you have to eat right. I mean, do you realize, We have something like between 2 million to 5 million different types of scents we can detect. They ain't got no machine can do that. Odors. Just in this here whole human psychic. I can store enough information in my brain. that all the computers in the world can't handle. You can come and take one little brain cell out of my head, the size of a pinhead, and enough information can be stored in that that would wipe out two computers the size of a telephone booth.
2: All right.
0: And that's not after I've been to school. And, and so, and so, if, if any of y'all here that's over 30 years old, if I gave you an assignment today, i say, I'd like for you to sit down and write about your life. When you was in grade school, high school, when you was little, up till you was 30. It's impossible, because if you wrote 24 hours a day, it'd take you 2,000 years to complete that assignment. Use information that way. So when you understand who you are and what your body's about, and everything put on your breast is there to feed them little babies and how we can get so far off to take a baby to come out your belly and give it something come out of old oh, ugly cow I mean think about it. the most important ingredient in milk is not called calcium it's called casein casein build a bone structure to carry the body's weight cow's milk has 300 times more casein than mother's milk. Of course, cow's milk got to do two things. Build a bone structure to carry a maximum of a ton plus and double the weight of the calf within six to eight weeks. Mother's milk has enough casein in it to build a bone structure to carry a maximum 175 pounds and double the weight of that baby within eight to nine months. So, what do they do with casein? They make kerosene out of it. What else is it? They make glue. Now you think it's an accident, the number one milk company in the world, Borden's milk, just happened to make Elmer's glue and got nerve enough to put that collar on. <laughs> And anywhere in the world where mothers is stupid enough to feed a, a child milk to come out of a that's where they have crib death. Cause what is it? It's that gluey stuff in the casein and some babies can't throw it off and they die in the crib. But you know, you know it's a trick because they blame it on the crib. Crib ain't never kill nobody. <laughs> but we accept that, crib death. So wait a minute, I, uh, wait, wait, you know. And so when you stop and think about Who you are, the intelligence that you born with, and how system can rip you down to be insignificant. And they start with programming your food. And then we brag about, yeah, sugar diabetes running my family. That's because the diet runs in the family. Change the diet, sugar diabetes will leave. You ate what your mama ate, she ate what her mama ate, she ate what her mama ate. Change it. I mean, think about this this great body we got here. I mean, this body, the day you was born, you had 62,000 miles of blood vessels. You sit there right now, 62,000 miles of blood vessels in your body that don't get in your way. 62,000 miles of blood vessels, think about that. Matter of fact, if you could lay your blood vessels in the end right now, it would reach around this planet Earth twice with 12,000 miles left over. And as you sit there now, your blood make a complete cycle every 30 seconds. So what does that mean? That means your blood travels 125,000 miles a minute, 7,500,000 miles an hour, 180 million miles a day. And they got you believing a jet plane is fast. I mean, think about who, you got 50 trillion cells in your body, 50 trillion, and each one of those cells got 3 billion genetic bites. Now think about that. And when you stop and think about who you are. I can take you to MIT. I can take you to Harvard. I can take you to Stanford. I can take you to Yale. I can take you to the FBI, to the Pentagon. I can take you to the Chinese military. I can take you to the Russian military. And say, all I want y'all to do is make me a scab. A what? A scab. I can make a missile. I don't want you to make a missile. I can make a hydrogen. No, no, no. Make a scab, jump if you can't make me a scab then you're not smart think about who you are you ever hurt yourself you know once a scab comes on can't buy one all the medical research haven't been able to produce one they got nuclear bombs and hydrogen bombs that they can drop and tear up no no i don't want to know about what you can tear up i want to know can you make a scab since you so smart (laughs) I want you to put all your armies together. That's bad. And when you get through, make me a scab. You see, remember, the answer to all major problems have always been simplicity. They throw everybody off by making it complex. No, no, I don't want to get into that. Make me a scab, chump. And whenever you hurt yourself, whenever you see that scab forming, that's the real God saying, underneath my bandage, my healing is taking place. And all I ask you to do is don't pull the scab off. That's all. And you can tell when my healing's complete because I'll turn your scab into a scar. And that thing is so powerful, they got y'all ashamed of scars. Look at your body today when you go home or tonight. And anywhere you see a scab, you know you're looking at God's work complete. That's what it's like. And so when you stop and think who you are and, and what your whole game is about, they can't turn the thing around. Hey, white folks gonna trick on King's birthday. Well, they got something happened the last two years on King's birthday. I don't know if it's a pattern, but if it keeps up. I mean, do y'all realize last year, a year from the Monday that King's birthday was celebrated this year, last year on the 15th Monday, the earthquake hit this town. And a year later, on the Monday King's birthday, the earthquake hit Japan. Now, I don't know what's gonna happen next, but if it happens, the next two years, i will say, well maybe we need to cancel
2: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How long? And when y'all gonna start listening to that inner voice? And you can't listen to that inner voice if your diet's it's not right. I'm so damn sick and tired of that OJ Simpson mess. <laughs> O.J. Simpson. I mean, this time last year, none of that mess had happened. And if I would ask all of you all this time last year, I'm gonna give y'all ten thousand dollars to write three hundred people who you admire the most. O.J.'s name wouldn't have been on it. And before that mess happened, ask yourself when's the last time you mentioned O.J. Simpson's name. Huh? So have some old slutty white woman Gonna get murdered And all at once They accuse him of it And they make him like He was sitting at the right hand of God And y'all better start listening Cause that whole thing ain't making sense He a nigga whoop a white woman And people can hear her hollering eight blocks away, but when it come time for her to die, didn't nobody hear it. Now, now, do a, uh, a whooping hurt me more than a killing? I mean, two people got killed and nobody heard her, but when he whooping that white woman, all the neighbors heard
2: it.
0: Oh, he's whooping her again.
2: <laughs>
0: this is the original picture that went out. Okay. This is Time
2: Magazine.
0: Don't get carried away with that. Understand one thing. Ain't nobody in this country can make Time Magazine doctor a picture except the United States government. So if the mafia killed her, which it could have happened, the Colombians could have killed her, a bunch of thugs could have killed her, but only the government can make Time Magazine change a picture. Then that mean who's involved? Hmm? Do y'all do y'all hear God talking to y'all? But well, do you listen? Take the two mothers; you'd have found out something. Now, I can't speak for men, but women—you got a baby when the Cal simpson's mother said she got the last phone call from her daughter that night at 11 o'clock y'all know that but 11 o'clock don't fit because if she talked to her daughter at 11 o'clock that put oj out the loop so they not only told that mother she was wrong but got bell telephone documents to prove that the call was 9 42. now mother on the night that a tragic he hit your child, you know what time you got that phone call. Now watch out now, but if Bell Telephone come up and document that you didn't get it, at this time you got this time, who is the only people can make Bell Telephone change? United States government can make them change a record. Not no pimps, not no hoes, not no drug pushes. the United States government. And then there was another mother involved that y'all seemed to overlook. O.J. Simpson's mother came down for the funeral. And when she looked at that boy, she saw something that upset her so bad, they carried her back that night to San Francisco and put her in the hospital, and up until I left for South Africa, she hadn't been to visit that boy yet. Now, black women, you know, black mothers do not abandon their boys when they get in trouble. Y'all know that, y'all know that, y'all know that. Y'all know that. You two, Jim y'all can be brothers. You can have 12 doctor's degrees, getting ready to become president of, of, of Princeton University, and he can be getting sentenced for breaking the Mom Mom's going to be with him. But she ain't been here. Every time I look around, I, I see Rosie Greer. Don't forget, Rosie Greer was with JFK, Robert Kennedy, when he got popped. Yeah, he keeps showing up. I'm talking about he a preacher. He look like one, don't he? <laughs> And listen, when NBC and CBS and ABC don't challenge your credentials, alright, ain't nobody in the network news challenge where you go to school, where you get your preacher from, nigga what church you from, they just accept that, watch it. And then Shapiro, what is the load? He wrote Virgin Russell's last five books, genius. Brilliant. Don't nothing happen he don't know about. All over the world. So he knows stuff most folks don't know. People call him. People call me. Freddie Prince called me. He got some information on the Kennedy assassination. And I'm trying to explain to him that my phone's tapped. (laughs) He said, well, how you live with a tapped phone? You serious? I mean, first you have to understand the mentality of a spy. You imagine somebody going to college four years want to be a spy? That's like wanting to be Mickey Mouse when you grow up. And all I got to do when I get off here is go to the payphone, call my wife at home, and read the alphabets all backwards, and then white boys be up the next three days trying to break that code. I call my wife and say real quick, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. They think something up. I hit the airport, and three white boys is sitting there. Look, I can always tell the black cop. I mean, they get themselves away, trying to be here. What it is, my brother? <laughs> 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 After Freddie Prince called me and told me he had something on the Kennedy assassination, I needed to get to before I could tell him to be cool. And the next day, he was dead said so he committed suicide hey that, that ain't no problem see the great thing about this movement is those of us that choose to be in this movement and ought to be in this movement we chose to penalize our families if it come to that so that ain't no big thing I just tell you this story to tell you this John Bellucci got in touch with Mark Lane who we did the book together. And John Bellucci said, I've got some stuff for you on the Kennedy assassination. When can me, you and Greg meet? So, so Mark Lane called me and said, well, look here, man, uh, 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 we can meet, uh, uh, but, but Greg can't meet because he's speaking, uh, but we can meet uh, such and such a day in Detroit. And so, John Bellucci and Mark Lane had set up a meeting in Detroit to talk about what he had on the Kennedy assassination. John Bellucci was murdered the night before he spoke to Detroit. And the white girl that gave him the overdose, you remember that? Sapiro was her lawyer. Oh, wait a minute. I'm in LA, right? We know the CIA put a hit on John Belushi, and Shapiro handled the white girl that killed him. What does that make him? That's the game. And why would they, why would all them lawyers sit there and let that chump judge, whose wife, when they could have knocked her off, why'd they keep him? He ain't never ruled in their favor. And then, when, when the judge reached into the lottery the first day to pick the number, y'all know? You remember the number he picked? 32. OJ's football jersey number. I mean, come on. I mean, they ain't even got no shame. And, and, and you know, OJ was a brilliant athlete. Y'all know that. You know how you know he's a brilliant athlete? Them records he said here at Southern County, he did that in two years. Did y'all know that? I mean, did you know that? You know, he didn't go there for a year. The boy was so dumb when he came out of high school, the boy had to go to junior college for two years. So all those records he said when he was here, he did it in two years. This dumb athlete was so dumb, he couldn't go right from high school to a regular college. He went to junior college for two years. And every time I see this dumb nigga on television night, he writing. (laughs) The lawyers ain't writing, just him. Then I keep saying, then who is that? It showing sure that dumb OJ. I knew. How long? Because if they get by with this one, y'all next. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't say that to scare you. I'm saying this is what they're doing. 95 million people looked at the chase on the highway. You know damn good well there's a whole lot of things a cop can't do, but cops really know how to chase. Yeah. I looked at the helicopter that followed that mess for five hours and said, whoever's up there been trained to do this. This just ain't no ordinary news person that follow a car for five hours and never miss it until it come time for him to get out the car. They didn't get that shot. 95 million people looked at it like me, and 95 million people didn't see nobody in that car but one person. Why you let somebody tell you it was two people in that car? And when he got up to the house, his son ran to the car and a hand pushed him out the way. His son didn't even see nobody in that car. And then after it got dark and no cameras there, they tell us he's under arrest. He's under arrest. We got him. Did y'all watch that? Did y'all see them cops dressed like bushes? Who said yes? You remember? You see that? Them cops, I mean, did y'all, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about? They had cops out at his house when they knew he was going home. Y'all got cops in this town that's dressed, I mean, them cops look more like a bush than a bush. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I mean, it was dressed like a bush. I, I ain't never peed on a bush till after I saw that. I don't pee on number bushes now, and I'm mad because I've been peeing on a bush about 37 times and there was real bushes. I'm trying to pee on a cop. (laughs) Young black folks in America have a higher asthma death all year than all the people that die from asthma all over the world. Why? Because they don't drink water. Y'all ain't got nothing at home but a bunch of... Kool-Aid, all that old crap, and why? Why do they want something sweet? Because we as adults that messed up so bad, the sweetness has gone out of their life. We haven't even changed the white racist system. And so they keep reaching for something sweet. You keep reaching for something sweet. Those of us out here in the movement, we don't need nothing sweet, cause we making what was bitter sweet for all of us. All right. That's what it's about. And then you, this is your movement. You don't know nothing about it. You got to turn on a white network news to find out who you are. I had a dream. King ain't. Look, I knew King. King ain't never mentioned a dream but one time. That was on the March on Washington. But if you listen to white folks who, didn't pack, you see, they're doing the same thing the king, they did to Jesus. They're giving y'all the messenger, but not the message. Amen. That's what they're giving. The messenger. They'll package that and talk about a dream. That's safe. So I said, well, wait a minute, let me check these white folks out. they talking about a dream? Maybe it's about a dream. Let me check. So white guy said, where are you going? I said, I'm going to the library and get me some books and read about the founding fathers and see if they was dreaming.
2: <laughs> I ain't
0: found nothing in there about George Washington and Monroe and them cats dreaming. I said, well, Napoleon had the greatest army in the world. Let me see if he was a dreamer. I can't find nothing about Napoleon dreaming. They reduce King down to a dream. I have a dream that one day little black children and white children be riding on some damn ride. Who
2: cares?
0: (laughs) It ain't about the color of your skin, but the contents of your character. King didn't need to tell me that. I learned that from Hitler. Hitler proved to me, regardless of what color your skin is, the boy didn't have no character. King to tell me that shame on y'all. That's your movement. And the one thing about King that can't lie on King wrote 15 books. All his speeches is recorded. So there's no way that they should be able to lie on King to you. I mean, think about. It. Think about it. Martin Luther King. Brought damn near 600,000 people to Washington, D.C. And what did he tell us? He talked about the United States Constitution. I was there. He talked about the Declaration of Independence. I was there. He talked about the Emancipation Proclamation. I was there. He talked about... A hundred years ago, the Black man, America wrote us a check, and he said, we come here to say to you, America, your check has bounced. We come there to talk about insufficient funds. He didn't talk about no damn dream. He said, "Where the money? And he ended his speech talking about a dream. That was the end. I looked around six weeks later, and all I heard white folks talking about all over the world is we came to Washington, D.C., and King told us about a dream. It is your job to make sure that your children know what black folks are saying, not get it from NBC and CBS and ABC, who don't give a damn about you at all. And we got to start changing this thing understand how your mind works. Your mind don't deal with what you meant, it deals by what you said. So if I say I sure would like to go to Paris, but I don't think I can afford it. You just told every cell in your body, see to it, you never get to Paris. (laughs) If you say, girl, this is killing me, y'all saw Red Fox. Red Fox thought he was playing. He had the hottest series that anybody had in history. And every time he didn't want to do nothing, he faked what? And one day he was on the set and fell dead from a heart attack. You better be careful what you put in your head. You better be very careful what you put in your head. You better be careful how you tell her, girl, this is killing me. Every time I go to a funeral, here hear the preacher say, we all got to die one day. I'm proud. I say, not me. Don't put that in my head. mm I know, not me. No, no, I ain't going to let you program something in here that's not supposed to be in there. That's right. When I lived on a farm, I looked at them trees. I got trees on that farm. 300 years old. I know I'm hipper than a damn tree. And I talked to them trees. I said, tree, you know I'm going to outlive you. <laughs> and the way in the world. This is my house. You living on my land, and you're going to outlive me. No, no, no. <laughs> and so I, I say to you, when you understand who you are and how important you are, And sometimes y'all got to go home, shut the television off, shut the radio off. If they was good for you, you wouldn't have one. Anything that's good for you, black folk can't get. I can't get a good school. I can't get good food. I can't get good water. But I can have radio and television. And you know why y'all here now y'all got television in the house? You know y'all can be taping a show while y'all here now, you know that? And you know when you're taping, if you're taping right now, you know your television don't come on. Now ask yourself a question. If you can tape a show while you go on without your television coming on, then what do they run through that set at night while you sleep to program your mind?
2: Hmm?
0: Hmm? And when you go home today, look at your color television set, you cut off and see if that light ain't on. What I got in my house when I shut off it don't go off? Then get it out of here. I drive a car. If I shut my car, if the car wouldn't go. Off, somebody can come have this car. And brothers and sisters, you got to be careful what you say. Sometimes it sound good, but you're programming for failure. Yeah, I could have got that job if I wasn't black. You know damn good well I got that bank loan if I wasn't black. You keep putting that into your subconscious mind and you telling your brain something wrong with being black. You didn't get that loan because they was white. Put the negative on them, not on me. That's right, that's right. You didn't get that job because they was white. Now change it. And if you change it enough, you jump on them as quick as you jump on me. That's the whole program, it's very important, and brothers and sisters, we got to hold one another's hand, now wait a minute, that sound good, you got to be careful how you hold my hand if you ain't been holding it, you understand what I'm saying? I mean if me and you been married and we got a bad relationship and you go hear some speaker talking about go home and be in love you come home smiling and nigga go up saying joy what you been doing how come you so happy who you been with don't go home all happy now if you ain't been happy okay, okay. and you know you got to deal with the brother because we we ain't mad at you me and you lovers and and, and, and you Fix this apple pie, and I'm sitting there eating it. I'm mad at white folks. And you say, how you like the pie? I say, I'm eating it, ain't I? That's affection. I'm eating it, ain't it? Now, we got to change that. You got to start with them little children. Little children. About love. About love. You can try it, everything else. You can't get no badder than black folks. Y'all done wore every kind of outfit you can wear. <laughs> Y'all done gone from the $2,000 past you to the $6,000 year, to the whoopee doop, to all kind of stuff on you. You can twist it your hair 40 different ways, and niggas still ain't free. <laughs> then try something else, because you don't scare white folks. These little chump white folks, you scared, they don't count it, they but five white folks on the whole planet. The rest of them's imposters. White ain't got nothing to do with a color. White is an attitude. If you ain't got some big, big billions of dollars in the bank, you can't have that attitude. And most of them folks you call white, the real white folks will kill them on the way to get me. They don't know that. White lady think, she white. She, She need to be out here in the movement. I knew that when I was a little bitty boy going to the movie to see Frankenstein wolfman dracula a white boy wrote frankenstein wolfman dracula all them hostile and they wasn't killing them but white ladies i knew then that white boy didn't like her and that's the first time i realized how dumb a white woman is frankenstein moved one foot a week <laughs> Now the dumbest black sister in the ghetto, I mean mentally retarded, can see Frankie coming, she'll finish barbecuing her ribs, she'll finish fixing the potato salad, she'll clean up the kitchen, and she still got enough time to get out of the house before Frankie gets to the back door. <laughs> Old dumb white woman in King Kong that fell in love with a Go Rip y'all saw King Kong. <laughs> did you know that's white boy's symbol of a black man raping a white lady? That's what yeah, that's right. That's right. you better be careful what you look at. better be careful. Did y'all ever see the Long Ranger? There was, there was an Indian. What was his name? What did the Long Ranger call him? Tonto. No, 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 wait. If you don't know, don't yell it out. Don't, you know.
2: <laughs>
0: the Indian called Long Ranger Kimosavi. The Long Ranger called the Indian Tonto. That's Spanish. Kimosavi in Spanish means the learned one, Tonto in Spanish means the stupid one. Okay? Okay? Y'all better be careful when we program. Hospital. Hospital, that's a Latin word. It means a place to die. 85% of everybody that died in America last year died in hospitals. They just 15% off. If a hospital's a place to die and you go and they don't kill you, you should sue them for malpractice. <laughs> <laughs> 85% the people in America didn't die in dope dens, didn't die in taverns, didn't die in drive-by shootings, they died in hospitals. Better take care of your body. I said to my wife, I said, baby, we've been married 35 years. Thank you, it's not difficult, I wasn't home most of the time. <laughs> Let me tell you, brother, how many of y'all brothers in here that's not mad? Let me just let me just tell you something now. Let me get you ready. I mean, you're talking to old pro. You cannot come in between mom and the children. Don't even try. Amen. I mean, they got some stuff going on in the house you don't even know about. I mean, they can wink and blink at each other.
2: <laughs>
0: let me tell you something. My children is so into my wife, which is they mother. Now, that don't mean they don't like me. They just so into her, I don't count. If the house caught on fire, they'd run up and get her and forget me. They didn't mean to. They just so into Come on, mom, the house on fire. Then they'd be outside throwing pebbles up to the window trying to wake me up. And I'm so stupid. After I wake up, I'm running trying to grab her. She out there with them. So when that dawned on me, I said to her, now no baby the house ever catch on fire. Now I'm never here, so chances are I'm not going to be here. If that's cool, that's cool. But if I'm here, I'm going to let you know now. I'm not letting you go downstairs because the children slept downstairs. I'm not letting you go downstairs to get the children. She said, why? I said, because I'm not going. She said, well, i go by myself. No, 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 that's the problem. How can I, as a celebrity, explain to my fans that you went down there and burn up and I didn't go? You going out the window with me.
2: <laughs> and then you get
0: it, brothers. These are my children. Uh Uh-oh, they're going to get you in trouble now. You know, let me tell you something. Y'all hear me good now. When you go home, think about this. 98% of everybody that gets killed in fires, they die at home where they never have fire drills. They have fire drills in public places, but 98% of everybody that die in a fire die at home and let me tell you when that house catch on fire and that smoke is there you can't see you out. i'm saying now nah, plan you an escape out know which way you go and then people say to me greg you got 10 children ain't never read no scandal few celebrities you ain't heard nothing bad about the children how'd you do it well to you guys, they been married here's the way you do it now don't tell my secret mother nursed the baby the phone ring, mother sent the baby down, leave the room to go answer the phone. I would walk into the crib, baby looking for some more titty, right? I say to the baby, see me, a little bit, I'm your daddy and I'm crazy, <laughs> then I leave. She come in, she said, Greg, have you been in the room? I said, no, why? I say the children got a strange look on their face. <laughs> And then almost when they got about eight years old, they started doing it. <laughs> my wife said, what do you think wrong with me? I said, I don't know, probably something, probably something they picked up off your side of the family. <laughs> you don't know what to worry about? They think I'm crazy. All right? Children will talk back to you. They'll run that whole game down. But if they think you're crazy, they'll walk around you. And when they don't, you know they're crazier than you. <laughs> like my oldest boy. I'll tell you. If my oldest daughter didn't have two doctors' grief, she'd have been in a mental hospital. I mean, they'd be strange. And I ain't never cared that much about her. No, no, a lot of parents like that. Some of y'all got some children y'all don't like, y'all won't say it. You just say, well, you know, Bruce got some strange ways that mean you don't like Bruce. And you mothers is good at that. Ain't no ugly baby, you mothers believe that? Find me an ugly adult, we'll trace that back to an ugly child. I mean, that don't change. I said, "What?" She said, I know 10 million Chinese would love to have that bowl of oatmeal. And I was so dumb and ignorant, I ate it so the Chinese couldn't get it. <laughs> Check this out. I tried it on my oldest daughter. I said, Michelle, I fixed that spinach salad for you. She said, Dad, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want no spinach tonight. I said, I fixed the spinach salad for you. Go in there and eat that bowl of spinach. I know 10 million Chinese would love to have that bowl of spinach. She said, name me two. <laughs> we came through that period when black folk didn't want to be black Thank God we got out of that And what we did with our children, if you had some money, you sent them to the best schools All my children went to the University of Chicago preschool They're that big, and I'm paying $3,000 And then by the time they got four years old, they speak in foreign language. My wife said, ooh, check out Michelle and Lynn. Michelle speaking uh, French and Lynn speaking German. I said, baby, the dumbest Chinese in China is speaking Chinese. You cannot listen to a person speak a foreign language and determine. I can take you to China and people can't even read or write. can speak Chinese. Black boy will come out of the house. she go sick my children on them. Go, 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 go speak some German to them. Listen, baby, you shouldn't do that. I mean, that woman don't know German. She don't know if them children is speaking German or not. Why don't you let them go talk German to Germans? Every time somebody comes here, you want to sit these children on somebody and show them how smart they are. Well, one day, Leo got mad at Michelle about something and said something to her. Michelle spoke back to her in French. Upset my old lady so bad. I come home, she said, you need to go in and talk to your daughter. She my daughter
2: now. <laughs> I said,
0: well, well, what happened? She said, I was trying to communicate with her, and she started talking to me in French. I said, well, baby, let me talk to you. She said, why? I said, well, you remember I told you when there was little bitty tots, he was trying to make them white? You know, and I guess I was too, I went along with it, but I told you to keep them in ghetto schools. They might get mugged every now and then, but at least we know what they're talking about. (laughs) She'll do you like that one day. And sure enough, about a week later, I asked her something, she... And it upset my wife. She said, Greg, what you gonna do? I said, nothing, you serious? Why are you worried about these children? Ain't none of them got no jobs. <laughs> Everything in this house is ours. And don't you know how to lock stuff up? <laughs> Y'all got some children, right? And you got a little chores you want them to do. And you know how you can yell at a child to tell you, and they don't hear you? I mean, they don't even flinch. They don't even act like they heard you. No, no. Get you a good book and just sit down in front of the refrigerator. <laughs> Trust me, they coming, <laughs> and when they come there, they hear and get real good. Mother, can you move the chair? What, what? I'm trying to get in the refrigerator. <clears throat> Is the lawn mowed? Did you clean up your room? What do you mean, just what I said, did you paint it? Did you wash the car? And if you got more than one child, see children ain't no food. They'll go spread the word. You can't get in the refrigerator. And look, when they get through, you won't even know your house. And that you can make a difference. And that you have to make a difference. So when y'all look at all that O.J. Simpson math, that ain't nothing but a game. Uh, Marsha Clark. Clark was her second husband. She divorced from him now. Y'all know that? Or do they give y'all any news? Marsha Clark. Prosecuting the O.J. trial, the first dude she was married to, her first husband, he was a real fool, lightweight pimp, little hustler. She got divorced, man. Then Clark, she married, is from the Church of Scientology, and the minister that married her to Clark is a minister in the Church of Scientology. Y'all following me? One day, the minister who married her and Clark took a gun and shot our first husband in the head and as we sit here now, he's a vegetable. Who is handling the minister to shot our first husband? Shapiro. Now is that conflict of interest? So what I'm saying, they ain't doing nothing but playing a game and giving y'all a show and y'all dumb enough to sit around debating what do you think gonna happen to OJ. Whatever happened, to OJ, it didn't happen OJ, and already happened OJ. That's a game they play. And so what I'm saying, y'all got to start listening to your inner voice, not NBC, CBS, ABC, the LA Times. You got to listen to that thing inside here. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer. Boy, they got a mean joke about Jeffrey Dahmer. They say when Jeffrey Dahmer got killed in jail, they say they gave him an autopsy and found Jimmy Hoffman. (laughs) Boy, your daddy, your daddy got the meanest joke about OJ. Your daddy, if if your daddy went down and talked to the jury, they cut that boy loose. His daddy said publicly on worldwide television that OJ couldn't have killed him white folks. He loved white folk too much to be killing That's, right. That's right. And then you're gonna say he killed two? No, no, that don't even matter. <laughs> but y'all got to listen. Jeffrey Dahmer. Did y'all ever see him? Little frail white boy. Little sissy. But yet and still we was told he went into a hardcore ghetto and ate up unemployed construction workers at will. And how you black folks went for that? Cause you black men know when you be playing with your 14 year old black sons you have to every now and then let them know this is dad cause sometimes they forget and they will hurt you. So We knew from day one that something was going on in Milwaukee that didn't have nothing to do with cannibalism and that boy would never live to get out of jail. So what happened? All at once, two men, both in jail for murder, which means they not delicate men, is beat to death with a broom. Now, that's the first time I worried about y'all. When my mother get mad at me when I was a little boy, she want to hit me or something, I go get her a broom. Because the one thing you can be guaranteed you ain't gonna get hurt with is a broom. And they told us one morning when we woke up that Jeffrey Dahmer and a guy he was walking with was attacked by a black man that had a broom and beat both of them to death with a broom. Come on, now. And so what do I have to do to the what did That go He dead You didn't know that Huh Well I ain't getting get into all that They are but I'm saying I'm just saying I'm not getting into that I'm telling what they feeding us I'm not worried about that I'm worried about the fact that they can tell us That two people was killed with a broom That's what I'm talking about You know I mean when you look at this little girl This little uh what, Susan Smith, they say, killed her two children, and they said black man did it, well, if you just, I mean, you knew something was wrong with that story when the story first broke. It said, AP, uh, uh, she said uh, that this black man drove off with her babies, and the last thing she yelled, he was driving off to the babies, I love you, I knew she was lying, because if she said, I love you, the brother would have thought she was talking to him, and came back and got her. <laughs> when the girl was talking on television to the babies come on mothers you know if somebody kidnap your babies you ain't gonna talk to the babies you're gonna talk to the kidnappers the babies don't have the power to do nothing you talk to the kidnappers she never talked to the kidnapper she talked to the babies. but there was something wrong with that story from the beginning when they released the picture of the black man Y'all see the picture? Had a ski cap on. Where do you think you can buy a ski cap in South Carolina? <laughs> Have you ever met anybody in your life that was on their way to South Carolina to go skiing? It is so hot in South Carolina, if you opened up a business selling ski caps in South Carolina, you'd be bankrupt the third day.
2: <laughs>
0: so I kept saying, wait a minute, that's the same ski cap that they gave me with the OJ. <laughs> Well, let me tell you what's kind of strange about that case down there. That I'm surprised you black men didn't see through that one. You know damn good and well, when a white woman tell the whole world that a black man kidnapped her babies, the white police will react so vicious, by the time they find out she lying, it'd be four or five black hole dead. They didn't go upside one black brother's head. That's not normal unless they knew something. Now, where'd they find the babies? Huh? In the river, right? they have been down there six times looking, with magnets. Now, let me tell you something. If this is a river here, and I drive my car into this river, you don't have to look all over the river wherever I drove it in because of the weight and the wildlife, it go right down there. How could they go in that river at that same point, six times with magnet and never find that car till almost two weeks later? And nobody in the press is asking them serious questions. When it comes white folks time to trick, nobody asking them serious questions. Somewhere, somewhere I say to you, I mean, I look at this whole Rodney King piece out here. Six weeks before them cops beat up Rodney King, a white judge had sent Rodney King to eight years in jail. And six weeks later, he out in the street getting beat up, and not one white press have said, what was he doing out of jail six weeks later, when a white judge had sentenced him to eight years in jail. What is so vicious about what they did that the brother that was in the car with him is dead now? Yeah, Just like Joyce Elder, when they busted her son, the way they busted her son, they got a brother to lie on him. And right after the brother went and testified, they found him dead, called him suicide. Everybody in Little Rock said he was murdered. That's the games they play. And so I, I say to you that they program y'all for a ride. And y'all didn't even know y'all was being programmed. I drive down the street now, look at all these old silly ride signs y'all got up. Y'all ain't had no ride. How y'all have a ride when the police didn't come in? How y'all got a damn town burning down and, and every time I see a forest fire, they bring them helicopters in here and drop that water down. They ain't brought one helicopter in and drop no water on y'all's fire. And the little Korean woman that shot the little black girl in the back of the head. See, one thing y'all got to do is stop being emotional. Once you stop being emotional, you start seeing through stuff. If me and you, brother, have us a confectionary, right? You got that? And we got one of them cameras scanning, right? Who owns that camera? Me and you, right? So if a white girl come in our store and, brother, she right or wrong, I shoot her in the back of the head, Alright, whose film is that? Now are we going to be stupid enough to turn that over to the police? How come y'all ain't never questioned where that film came from? Who do you know is stupid enough to shoot somebody in the back of the head, get it on film, and then turn it over to the police? And I remember looking at it in New York and I said to a friend of mine, why are we looking at this film? It is not normal for you to do something wrong, and it's on film, and it's your film, and you turn it over. The Bloods and the Crips. They're the baddest dudes in the world. One of y'all come up. you one, yeah. Now see this book here. It's called Conspiracy Hierarchy. What's it say? The what? The committee sent over here so you can
1: get it on tape from it. Here. Right there. What's it say? I got the guitar. Heresy, hierarchy, the story of the committee of 300. This is 300 people that run it all.
0: Now, if you turn to the back, what's the back
1: say? By Dr. John Coon, a former member of British M-16. Now, now, y'all hear that? Now, British M-16 is
0: equivalent to the CIA. That's British intelligence. This cat wrote the book and exposed it all, right? Now turn the page. Y'all been reading about the Bloods and the Crips and how bad they're the Bloods and the Crips. Do you know, do you, y'all know this. Hollywood will do 25 movies in this town at the same time. Y'all know that, right? And the Bloods and the Crips, they never mess with one of them sex. But yet still, they got the whole world believing they the bad thing. I tell you what, you let a Blood or a Crip get close to a Hollywood If you know some of them, tell them, I said, Get close to the Hollywood script and they'll wipe them out tonight.
2: Okay?
0: I came in and did a movie last year. I didn't know how many movies they be doing all over town. You don't get bad enough to mess with a movie. Oh, you can kill one another. The Bloods in the Crypt, let's see where they came from. What's that? Page, uh, page 86 for me, please.
1: Game wars were carefully planned at Stamford. Stanford. Yeah. Gang war, carefully planned
0: at Stanford University. Now they got y'all believing that all this bloods and crips, they got the bloods and the crypt believing they're bad. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if y'all know some bloods and some crips, tell them they better get this crime bill that just came through. The one they just got passed. Because in it, they is labeled as terrorist group. Okay, and you know what that means? I can gun you down on sight. All right? You know what that also means? That if you was in the presence of one, they can bust you for being in a meeting with a terrorist group. All right? That's why they did with nobody looking. With a congressional black carcass sitting up there. Slipped it through them. Now go ahead and finish that and show you what they do with gangs
1: deliberately designed to shock society and cause ripples of disturbances by 1958 there were in excess of 200 of these games they were made popular by a musical and a hollywood movie west side story
0: all that was planned west side story won the academy award the play on broadway won the tony they dramatized it to get it because they're running tests okay
1: go ahead after making the news for a decade, suddenly in 1966, they disappeared off the streets of New York, Los Angeles, Newark, New Jersey, Philadelphia, and Chicago.
0: They said, okay, let's get rid of them. Just to make sure we run it. Wipe them out.
1: Get rid of them. Then what happened? Throughout the near decade of gang violence, the public reacted according to the profile response Stafford expected. That's all you don't need know. No, I, I'm not gonna switch this.
0: Hold on, Listen to what I'm saying. All this is an experiment. This game, they learned it from Hitler. Hitler and them would do little things. Do y'all remember they talked about the brown shirts? Yeah? Those was the little gangs that was put together. Little, little cats would go around messing with Jews and stuff. And they act like they, they couldn't, nobody can could, same thing. So all at once now, they got Rodney King. Did you ever ask yourself, who is this white boy that caught that on film from Australia? How did he just happen? And what's his name? Where is he now? What's that game about? And then after that, They got found not guilty, the cops. The white woman that shot the sister in the back of the head got found guilty, but the judge put her on parole. And they told y'all, y'all mad enough to ride. And so the ride broke out. What what, what newspaper is this here? I want y'all to hear this real good
1: here in LA. The New York Times National Sunday paper. What date? May sixth, May sixteenth, nineteen ninety two. May tenth, excuse me, nineteen ninety two.
0: And 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 what's this story say here? This New York Times story. What's the
1: headlines there? Los Angeles police differ sharply with prosecutors on arrest totals. Did y'all hear that? The police
0: say we arrested X amount. The prosecutor said, "Well, that's strange. We didn't get them." Now, listen to this here. Read the second
1: paragraph. Second, right there. Police excuse me, Police officials said today that they had arrested 18,000 people. Hold on one
0: minute. Y'all hear that? They really arrested 18,213.
1: They said we arrested 18,000 people. Y'all heard that, right? Now, go
0: back and read that again.
1: Police officials said today that they had arrested 18,000 people from Wednesday night. April 29th, the day the riots began through this morning. But prosecutors said they could not account for for as many as 10,000 of those people.
0: Now, I want y'all to hear this. Because I wonder who are you all? Who are you black folks that live in L.A. that they have ripped off 10,000 black folks and y'all ain't missed them?
2: 10,000!
0: 10,000 black folks, under the false pretense that had arrived, under false pretense that he is a black man that a white judge had sentenced six weeks before the whooping to eight years in jail. He ends up out six weeks later, the brother in the car with him is dead, and now the New York Times said they arrested 18,000. But the prosecutor said, they can't account for ten thousand. But listen, what else? Is. Listen to the word, they say, "Listen to
1: this here." Finish that paragraph from me. We don't know where these people are," said James Kahan, the Los Angeles City Attorney. It is a mystery to a lot of people in the system right now.
0: Okay. They didn't just stop and say they're missing. They said we don't know where they are. I mean, if y'all say y'all arrested eighteen thousand three hundred thirteen, and all we got is eight. What happened to the 10,000? The 10,000 never went to jail. They was put on troop trains and shipped to a little town called Coos Bay, Oregon, where they got a, a merchant marine hospital where they took their body parts. That's what it's about. And how you all done got so ungodly And so unspiritual That a bunch of evil ass white folks Invent the bloods and the crypts And then blame that on you And then come in and rip off 10,000 black men And steal their organs And y'all don't feel nothing And then they got y'all talking about Black on black crime Well do y'all know That 98 percent of all white folks that got murdered last year in America was killed by white folks. Have you heard white folks talking about white on white crime? If we go to China tonight, who you think killing Chinese in China? Who you think killing Italians in Italy? So why is it odd that black folk killing black folk, and they got you running around talking about black on black crime? What's that about? Now I want to ask you a question. If you had to make some illegal money, now don't get all moral on me now, we just playing. If you had to make some illegal money fast, what's the fastest way to make illegal money on this planet? What's the number one way? Huh? Come on, here. Drugs. 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 All right, let me tell you. Selling illegal drugs is the third most profitable way to make illegal money. The number two most profitable is dumping nuclear waste and the number one most profitable is organs. Organs! The number one most illegal money is made on organ transplants and in order to transplant them, you got to steal them. The number two is dumping nuclear waste. That's what we were doing in Somalia. We didn't go to Somalia with an army to make black folks who we don't like eat our food. We went over there to dump nuclear waste. That's why them black and white soldiers is coming back home breaking out all over their body with strange diseases. They thought being soldiers they were just canned military equipment. They was canned nuclear waste. And that's what we're doing in Haiti today. And that's why we will never leave Haiti. Because the number one, two way to make money is dumping what? Now let me tell you one of the best ways they dump it in America. Y'all ever see these freight trains? You ever see them at night? You ever see these freight trains that had these like milk trains on them? They had the little containers that you know carry liquid. Next time you see a freight train at night, look and see how many of those you see. That's where they put the nuclear waste in them trucks, in them little containers, and at night time, when they get in black areas, they open up them valves and dump that stuff in the truck. Then when it dries, it gets airborne, and then it blows into your house. That's what's going on, okay? So now what's the number one way of making money? And every time you hear about a drive-by shooting, you notice there's no witnesses. The sister said why? 98% of drive-by shooting deaths they shot in what part of the body? Anybody know? The head. The head. Y'all hear that? Hmm? Did you hear that? In the head, right? Now. See that sister? Raise your hand, sister, for me for a minute. Raise your hand right there. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. See her? If she's back there. And I'm running at her to hurt her and she got a gun. From here, is it easier for her to shoot me in my body, or shoot me in the head? In the body, right? Because in order to shoot in the head, what do you have to do with your hand? Aim. And come on now, what else? The hand have to be what? Because you can't shoot me in the head if your hand is what? Do you know anybody can get in a car that's moving and the hand be started? So how can they tell you that a drive-by shooting out of a car got you in the head? And if you notice, about 97% of the drive-by shootings and those deaths in the ghetto, they're not solved. Now, if you're just talking about some little jitterbug brothers, high school dropouts, Most of them can't read and write, is murdering folks and baffling homicide cops. Some of them been in homicide 50 years. Come on, give me a break. What's your name, sister? What's your name? Mary. Mary, I'm your son, okay? I get murdered today. You come down to homicide, you go to the morgue, you identify me, right? You know you can't take the body, right? Y'all know that, right? Because the body belongs to who? Because they have to have what? And autopsy, the case autopsy is an investigation, right? So now when they finally release my body and you see my body's all cut up, you assume they was doing the research, never done you they were taking my organs. And when they get through taking my organs, what they took out of me is worth 2.5 million dollars. And you black folk running around with your dye sheikies and ain't got no problem with that and all your outfits and touch your hair and these crackers is coming in stealing your children's organ and you niggas running around thinking y'all hip. Give me a break. Y'all standing on the corner pumping yourself and talking all slick and talking all hip and think you on your way and they coming in. Look, if we leave you now and drive four blocks from here and see 37 brothers standing on the corner doo-wopping to that white racist system that want them arguing. Each one of them you multiply 2.5 million times 37. Let me take you slow. Do y'all remember when Boys in the Hood opened up here? You remember two people was killed? Y'all remember that? Now hear me good now. Before the movie started, right, they was killed in the line. But the paper said the black folks was reacting to the violence of the movie, but the movie had never been shown. Okay? See how they do it? And so you read. Let me tell you what. If we went across America where all this homicide had been taking place and dig these black folks up and cut them open, you find out 99% of them stuffed with newspapers. Okay? But as long as they can convince you to believe that I'm doing that, all right? As long as they can convince you to believe that I'm the most violent thing going, but then you got to ask the question, do you know there's a lot of black folks that live in black neighborhoods? A lot of old folks? Those old folks ain't getting killed. I mean, the last place me and this dope push is going to go, to have a shootout is on a playground. Why do you let them keep telling you that these dope pushers and went to a playground, have a shootout, and always miss each other and hit 4 5 children? Well, if you wanted some organs, would you go to a National Baptist Deacons Convention or would you go to a playground? That's the game. That's the game. To That's the game. So this is what the game is. And you got to watch this government, because anytime you have a meeting like this here, where somebody's going to come with serious information, they always find some crazy nigga and let him out of jail. <laughs> now, hear me good. If we was listening to some rap, filthy lyrics... Hear me. Hear me. When the last time you've been to a concert that don't mean nothing, you see some big old, big old crazy, this nigga look like four football players. (laughs) That's a game they play. that's a game they play. And so I say to you today, now y'all heard the date of that paper. Listen to me now, listen to me. come on over, that paper's what? May 10th,
1: 1992. So now, we would just, just, just follow
0: me. They have been wiping out organs. So if they're stealing 10,000 organs, y'all remember Wawanda? You notice she never saw no blood. They was all laying on their face. 250,000 people killed not one building tore it out. Those organs. Those were organs. Let me tell you what happened. I get shot in my head. The emergency vehicle come. They know exactly what hospital to take me. When you get shot in the head, that's called brain what? What's the word? Brain dead. They can hook me up to a machine. Y'all read about it every night. Remember the two, the two Japanese that got shot here in the head? You Remember they was brain dead? And they hooked them up to a machine. They will pay the hospital $50,000 for hooking them up, and then they will pay the doctors $250,000 for making this operation, and out of that, they got $2.5 million worth of art. Now, what was the date of the paper he just read that to you?
2: <laughs>
0: now, what paper is this here? I want you to hear this real good. Because it was not about this white boy, he don't have no shame. What's the date? What's the, what paper is that?
1: The Wall Street Journal. What's the date? The date is January 17, 1995.
0: And what's the headline across the top? On sale. No, no, no. Marketplace. Now, did y'all hear that? On, on, on Section B, this is under Marketplace. Now, what's the headline?
1: On sale now at your HMO organ transplant.
0: Now, wait a minute.
1: Read the first paragraph. Discount fever is hitting the high end of medicine, the organ transplant business. Go ahead. Renowned transplant centers such as the Cleveland Clinic.
0: Wait a minute, Cleveland? That's the ghetto, right? Go ahead.
1: Duke University.
0: Duke University, where? Uh, Right, right, ghetto, right?
1: And John Hopkins.
0: John Hopkins, Baltimore, right? Washington, (laughs) D.C.
1: Are cutting rates for prompt procedures.
0: They got so many of them black organs, they got to the cut rates. Now, listen to this.
1: And follow up treatments by 30% to 60%. The center's figure... Now, hold it. Let's save
0: some time. Read the box.
1: Listen to this. Listen to this real good. Organs. Oh, charges include hospital bills, physician, physician fees, organ perce- procurement. Medication and all follow-up care for the first year after transplantation. Organ, kidneys. How many did they perform last year? 10,928. Average bill price, $92,700. Discounted contract prices, $50,000 up through $60,000. What hospital? Cleveland Clinic.
0: They got so many, they give you discount
1: there. Bone marrow. Bone marrow. U.S. transplants per year. Average bill price, $172,900. Discounted contract prices, $65,000. Duke University.
0: Liver. Now, wait a minute now. Think about illegal drugs, and think about if you had one liver to sell, let me tell you what they go for.
1: U.S. transplants per year, $3,442. Average bill prices, two hundred eighty thousand two hundred thousand two
0: hundred eighty thousand dollars $280,000. You know how much dope you got to sell tonight to get two hundred eighty thousand dollars Information is
1: power.
0: Information is power. And so, if I feed stuff into your subconscious mind, and you feed, y'all got to start asking questions. But you can't do it with hatred. You got to do it with love. You do it with love. Because once I can trick you to, to holler, yeah, how many of y'all been in service? Every time they teach you to kill somebody, before you kill them with the bayonet, what you supposed to do? ha holler, right? ha, right? Ah, right? When you really want to find out something, you have to get quiet. And quiet and quiet. So if we said in Los Angeles, California today, the minority contractors are meeting, you all automatically know they're talking about who? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Us, right? Because white folks, our number black folks here, right? Is that right? Okay, see there? We on to something, all right? Now, in Washington, D.C., y'all know that there's 80% black folks, right? So in Washington, D.C., if they say the minority business folks is meeting today, who are they talking about? Right. 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 Talking about black folks. Right. Hear me now. So if we outnumber white folks in Washington, D.C., it looked like when you had a minority meeting in Washington, they should be white, right? right? But if they're not white and they black, right, then maybe we should start looking at that word. Maybe it means something that we don't know. When y'all go home, get your dictionary. What dictionary is that?
1: Webster's 21st Century dictionary. Here, stand over
0: here. Look in there. It's already marked. Find the word minority.
1: What's it say? It means lesser part. That's minority, lesser, part. Number two, social group too small to have control.
0: No, you haven't heard it yet. Hold it.
1: State of being a minor. Did you hear that?
0: The word minority means legally you a child. Go back and read that last one again. It means state... Of being a minor. No, read it. I don't want them to think you said it. All read right. it. Okay. Read what right. white folks said in the dictionary. Okay. Number
1: three, state of being a minor.
0: Now, white folks is called what? What's the majority
1: say? Greater number. Number two, legal adult. Adulthood. Go back and read that again. The word says what? Majority. Majority. Number all one. right. Number one, greater number. Number two, legal adulthood. Thank you.
0: And then they put it right there. And so uh, the reason I'm, I'm taking my time and saying,
2: Why do they put it all out there?
0: Because they know you're not going to look at it. <laughs> right. You see, in order to have a lie, you have to have a truth, okay? And if they didn't have a truth, white folks would believe it. So they got to put down there, because they know you ain't going to see it. They know you ain't going to check King's speech, all right? Just believe white folks is bad. You know, they, they got power over me. Let me tell you how it works. Uh, me and this brother here have been friends for a long time. He been dating this sister since she was in high school. Everybody know I wanted her, but he got her. We've been friends. I'm a doctor. He's a lawyer. He got a heart condition. And I invented a little thing that I'm the only one that can keep him alive. And everybody keeps saying, ooh, I don't know, I thought he hated him. He, he got his woman, I don't know why he'd do that. But then you know the negative side. Girl, I don't trust him. Boy, he gonna kill that boy one day. And so one day he called up, wife said, "Dick." Uh, 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 Melvin's thing uh, broke. Uh, Can you bring that other valve? I said, I'd be right there. And said, oh, by the way, I moved. I said, well, give me the address. Where you live now? I live, okay. Uh, you about five minutes away. So five minutes past, I'm not there. Ten minutes. If I ain't there in 20 minutes, brother, brother's dead. 25 million minutes past, he's dead. 30 minutes past, I'm not there. What's everybody saying? I knew he was gonna kill him one day. Now, I walk in the house, everybody mad at what? Me, right? Why are they mad at me? Because I what? I killed him, right? Now, think about the power that you put in somebody when you give them the power over life and death, right? Got that? Yeah. Now, let me tell you what really happened. If you ever been around these folks, that anywhere they go, they like to look at their road map. You ever been around? See, I don't understand road map i find my way by going from one filling station to another. <laughs> but there are some people, you understand know what I'm saying, that can look at a road map and know how long the trip is, where to turn, and they can be off and pull that map out and say, I think we're about here When you. You ever been around that? Well, I'm a doctor that likes to read the road map, and when they said they changed, I pulled my road map out, but what I didn't know, I had the map upside down. And every time i supposed to turn right, I turn what? And every time I spoke supposed to turn left, I turn what? I made a dumb, stupid mistake, right? And yet, y'all gave me the power to kill him. And I say that about white folks. White folks ain't bad. They dumb and they stupid. Don't look at him. He writes the book about them. <laughs> he writes the book about them. He didn't know how dumb and stupid they are. If Ralph had a choice of, oh, I ain't going to say that white folks be safer with me than with him okay And look at him smiling, he knows that if he knew where the nuclear bomb was and where white folks was and I knew where it was they safe with me but with Ralph he'd push that boat in a minute I know him so now check this out y'all hear what I just said now yes, I had the map upside down had nothing to do with killing him So y'all gave me the power of his life, and this is what we got to say to white folks, you ain't bad, you dumb. You stupid. I mean, this game you play, anybody dumb enough to mess up the whole water supply? Anybody dumb enough to mess up all the air? There's something wrong with y'all. Anybody dumb enough to do the the stupid laws they got? Civil rights bill ain't no stupid law. Civil rights bill ain't no stupid law. Let me tell you where the civil rights bill came from. I was there. We marched on this quacker, and we asked for all of it, and when we looked around, y'all wasn't there. That's why. If we walk out of here today and challenge that redneck across the street, and when I look around, ain't nobody but these four sisters and me, my whole attitude got changed. I thought y'all was with me. I'm with you. But when it comes time to go into the military, you niggas is there. I don't need your help, brother. All right. When I was in Mississippi, walking in them redneck crackers by myself, I couldn't find you, your mama or your daddy. I did it by myself. All right. And I'm going to give you, I don't have to, I'm not worried about that. It's about, it's, it's about love. All right. And I'm damn sick and tired of somebody always sending niggas like you in meetings. I can't find you when it comes time to march. I don't need you to help me. All right. You're not acting like it. All right. And I'm going to tell you all something else. We ain't talking about violence. When y'all expose your women and children to these open meetings, you better make sure that the government don't send filth in. All right, and that's y'all's job. These are our diamonds, these women are to be protected. He won't go to a Stevie Wonder concert and get up and make no noise, all right? I've been to so many of these meetings, I don't tolerate it at all, all right? And so all I'm saying is that if Bob Hope was up here, who ain't gonna bring y'all nothing, all right? All right, and Ralph, you be cool. <laughs> Ralph, I hurt you. (laughs) (laughs) This white boy here. (laughs) If you deflate your tires every night, your car would last 30 more years. Y'all got that? So that means every morning when you get up before you can use your car, you should do what? But it don't mean you have to, right? Because you can drive around on flat tires, right? But it's going to do what to the car? All right, now, hear me good now. Every night when you go to bed and go to sleep, your body deflates, all right? That's a universal law. So when you get up in order to make it work right, you have to do what? Inflate it, right? The only way your body gets inflated is you have to have 20 minutes worth of sunlight to go through your eyes, and it inflates your whole body. Now you see why the super rich folks that control the world, they up every morning at sunrise. Now you see why they print in the paper and give on the news sunset, sunrise. <laughs>
2: huh?
0: All right? Because at sunset, you should be there to get your dose, and if you don't, it's like you're a zombie. Now, kind of unfair question to ask y'all because usually in areas like this you wouldn't have sun porches. But when you go back to the Midwest where it gets snow, whenever you go out to the neighborhoods where the people got the money, you find a sun porch. Now, why am I telling you this? It means that tomorrow morning, get up when the sun comes up and try it. Do it for a week and you see your whole body change. The whole intelligent thing flips over. So if you're drinking eight, 8-ounce glasses of water every day. You get up in the morning and you get your son, 20 minutes worth of sun, about 30 minutes worth of walking. Then you start getting in order. Then a lot of the conditions you have might leave. Man, I'm so happy I went to South Africa. I found out something I didn't know. Every two weeks, I got to go to the foot doctor. Because I get callous on the bottom of my feet. You know damn good and well, I ain't going to pay no $2,700 for them shoes and get tight shoes, right? right? I pay too much money for my shoes to buy tight shoes. So I'm saying, well, why? Where is this coming from? And got around some brothers and sisters in South Africa back up in the bush, and they say these coins is on your feet because of condition in your body that a system that harden you so bad you won't let it go, so it comes out on your feet now the conditions you get eating bad can help it but that's not the number one cause how can you and be sisters eating out the same pot every day she got cancer and you have it so I'm saying to y'all if y'all got conditions that's God trying to tell y'all it's something inside the body that needs to be changed and all you got to do is get quiet and ask, what is it? And God, being a good God, will tell you what it is. Because all you got to do is just simple intelligence. Simple intelligence. And i leave you with this, think about this. What's your name, brother? Solomon. We're gonna take Solomon, we're gonna change his name, we're gonna make him white Italian, Alfonso uh, Capru, New York City, came out here to L.A., Daddy, number one mafia dude in New York. Y'all got that? All right, now, all of us know his daddy is the number one mafioso cat in New York City. Stone murder, right? White boy, right? Someone call you a nigga. His daddy mafia, what you gonna do? Act like you didn't hear
2: it,
0: (laughs) right? Huh? Solomon owe you some money. He ain't gonna pay you. You gonna treat him like you do the rest of the... Daddy Mafia, right? Let me tell you why I'm saying this. If we can give him some type of perverted respect because his daddy is the Mafia, then what happens when a system don't like me cause I'm black, or I don't like so-and-so cause they're white, if God made me black and God made him white, if I'm scared of the mafia, how can I do something to you because of your color and not be scared of the real mafia? I mean, his little daddy will fall dead in the morning if God choose. How can you be more afraid of his daddy? then you can the daddy of daddies.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> Come on. I'm just talking about a balance. A simple balance. If any of y'all want to lose weight, I'm going to tell you a simple way, you can lose all the weight you want to lose. All the weight you want to lose. i never forget when I first came out with the Bahamian diet, this sister walked up to me, she's about 460 pounds. I was at an urban league committee. She said, nigga! I said, yeah, that's me. She said, look at me, I'm 465 pounds. I'm on welfare. That damn Bahamian died to yours, cause 1995? How do you expect a poor black welfare sister like me to, to afford that stuff? I looked in the eyes and said, I expect you to afford it the same way You can spend enough money with them white folks, Kroger's, A&P, and Safeway to buy enough groceries to end up weighing 465 pounds. Now you want Brother Greg to knock it off you for free, you swell up to you bust. She said, you know that make a lot of sense. Let me buy two cans, my man. Now, briefly, let me tell you what causes weight. When you eat food, all food is broken down into an electron. In order to get into your body and give you energy, that molecule has to be hit by enzyme. In other words, you have to graduate from grade school to go to high school, high school to go to college. College to practice medicine, right? That's the enzyme. This is the molecule. We are electrical units. The food is broken down into a molecule. If it don't hit an enzyme, then it can't break. Now, if it didn't break, you would explode because that's raw energy trying to get out. There's a God force that converts it into fat. Okay? Now, when you decide to lose weight, the fat now is converted back into a molecule. If you still ain't got an enzyme, it don't work. Where's the enzyme? Everything you cook, you destroy the enzymes. Everything you freeze, you destroy the enzymes. So you want to lose weight? Here's what you do. What I'm going to give you, you lose a pound a day. You eat fruit for breakfast, because long, and I ain't, oh no, let me, don't get nothing out of no can. Fresh fruit for breakfast, because there's your enzymes. You eat fruit for lunch, there's your enzymes. And for your evening meal, you cook your half a cup of rice, preferably brown rice. Y'all got that? How much rice? Half a cup. Now I know y'all want some meat. And I know you want some chops, but let's, let's look at this for a minute. There's a lot of protein in a steak, right? Right? But cows don't eat steak, right? Matter of fact, the meat you eat don't eat meat, right? So where's this protein come from? Don't you know if you eat and put the right minerals, vitamins, get the right rest, the right physical fitness, your body will manufacture everything it needs. You ain't never had to eat had to grow hair, have you? You got fingernails? You ever eat fingernails or grow fingernails? You put the right minerals and vitamins and proper rest and water in your body, your body will manufacture everything it needs. Y'all got that? Now, nah. how come your grandmother cooked better fried chicken than my grandmother? How come your granddaddy cook a better meatloaf than my granddaddy? Let's do a trick. Let's go to the store and we're gonna get some hamburger meat and we're gonna cook a meatloaf, right? We're gonna get some chicken we're we'll gonna cook it. But before we cook it, we're gonna eat the hamburger meat raw, right? It tastes the same, no. Do it taste the same? As we eat raw. We eat the chicken raw. Taste the same, right? So if the meatloaf tastes different and the chicken tastes different, is after it get cooked, it mean it ain't got nothing to do with the chicken. It got something to do with the herbs. We ain't hooked to the meat. We hooked to the herbs. So here's what we do. How much rice? In the blender. If you haven't got a blender, put it in a bowl. In the blender, while the rice is cooking, put nine tablespoons of olive oil. Olive oil breaks up cholesterol. Y'all see that report out of Eastern Europe yesterday? That the reason women over there have zero-point breast cancer is because they've been using olive oil. Olive oil. Olive oil. Not chicken fat, not bacon fat. Olive oil. Now, watch this now. You take how how many tablespoons of olive oil? Nine, okay. You take six pieces of fresh garlic, put it in the blender, take a half onion, now what is that now? Half an Now, any of y'all ever heard of Bragg's Amino Acid? Yeah. Alright, while y'all waiting to get Bragg's Amino Acid, go to the store and get some soy sauce. You can only get Bragg's Amino Acid at health helpful store put four tablespoons of Bragg's Amino Acid or either four tablespoons of soy sauce in the blender, turn the blender on, blend it up, right? Got that? You got all your herbs? All your oil? Now when the rice is done, pour that over the rice. Now you know a half a cup of rice damn to make a half a pot, right? So now don't tell me now i put you on a starvation diet. Eat all you want. But now there's a trick. Eat all you want, but once you stop eating, you can't go back. You got that? Eat slow. Eat all you want. Now, what happens? The body starts cleansing. You drink eight glasses of water. If you're going to use the bohemian diet, take it twice a day, but don't use it till afternoon. Now, the fruit gives you the enzymes for breakfast. The fruit gives you enzymes for lunch. The rice goes in. It cleanses the body. The garlic destroys all the bacteria in the body, all the poison in the body, the onion do the same thing, it also breaks up cholesterol, now it gets your body in a mood, plus, when you're eating the fruit, the body gets the vitamins and minerals it needs, and now the appetite starts shutting down. Y'all got that? Now do me a favor, don't call my house and want to know if you can put some potatoes in
2: it. or some
0: cabbage or some peas now did you hear if I didn't say it then don't do it okay well what do you do for dessert eat your piece of fruit alright now take a spoon turn cold water on and make like that spoon is soaked and when you run your hands over that about 20 seconds all the odor is gone alright all the odor is gone all right, so just do that so you know. That's how you get out. If you want to get garlic off your breath, parsley. Yeah. Parsley. That's why when you go to rest restaurant, they put parsley on the plate. That's not decoration. The chlorophyll, chlorophyll is the parsley. So
1: y'all got that? Yep. Yeah. You're using Johns Hopkins University. Johns Hopkins University has designed the program for global population reduction, yes. and they're working with the National Security Establishment. The last point I want to make is there's a vaccine that Donald Anzile Henderson, who's the head of Johns Hopkins University, is planning on injecting 80% of the Africans beginning in October of 1994 called SP small F66. Now, if I count F, I hear SP666. Yep. So the point I would like to say, as an advocate someone who's committed to stopping the global genocide of the unborn generations of our people, how can you advise me brother, to get more done
0: with the passion that I have? Well, the the question is, how do you get more done with the passion? You tune into a universal order. If the sun, if 12 o'clock noon, stop for one-tenth billion of a second, this whole planet would be gone. If 12 o'clock noon lasted one-tenth billion of a second, this planet would burn up. Well, the same universe that put the sun together put you together. You have to first learn not to dissipate, learn not to get in anxieties, learn to take information and sleep on it and rest on it, and cause all the information you got, you already had. Nothing happens nowhere on this planet that you haven't tuned into. You know, they got a whistle I can blow right now, and can't nobody in this room hear it but a dog. Y'all know that? Now, I don't mean the sound ain't in the room, right? It means you're not in tune, right? But there's something in your body that hears it. Information is the same thing. And so what I say is get plenty of rest, get your health thing together, and people will come to you. People will automatically come to you. There's a universal intelligence out here that will find you, and when they find you, if you give it to them with love and kindness, they will go bring the other ones, the other friends, and the other loved ones to you. You heard what he said about the numbers. I got to take two more questions, and we uh, listen. Let, let me just let me just say this about numbers. Y'all had a proposition one eighty-seven. One eighty-seven. Do you all know that's? the code for homicide across the country? Okay, when a homicide cop shows up and there's a murder, he will call in and say, we got a 187. Don't you think for one minute, when they put 187 on here, they wasn't talking about killing Mexicans? That's the code word, all right? And there is no accident that 187 is the code all over this country for homicide, and that happened to have been the number they picked. And so, if you just pay attention, and the, the boy, like I say, he ain't no big problem. All you got to do is put them animals in the cage. One more question here. I mean, you ain't never seen a brother in jail that changed clothes every day, have you? <laughs> I mean, you come out with that little orange outfit on, and that's it, right? Every day, this boy changed clothes, every day. So it's something. Uh, I, let me get her in the head, we out. This man. i like to say also that I tribute you, and I tribute you. You. you
2: to changing my life back in 1970. Thank you. You, the you that you feel, that you feel like Thank you. changed my life. I
0: create my consciousness when
2: I was even thinking about Thank my you. being, my health. Thank you. But i you. always concerned about that. Okay. How long can we stay on this diet? Stay on that forever. So you lose all You your- stay on forever.
0: I mean, ask the Chinese how long they been eating rice. As we sit here now, at the bottom of the South Pole, there's an ice buildup of 2.5 billion tons a day. May the 5th, the year 2000, they know that this planet flips, that's why they're building cities up there. What they do never work. And i tell you this to say, not to scare you, if you ever had a spinning top when it slows up, you know how it wobbles, alright, this planet's wobbling now to the left. That left wobble will empower black folks, okay, it's called the Jupiter Menace. They know that when Jupiter hit a certain line and that ice bit up, that's why they was hitting Jupiter this summer with hydrogen bombs, that's how stupid it is, and thought he could move it over. Again, finally, let's say to this sister and the brothers and the people who, wait. let me just say this, who run this, who, who go out of their way. See, if you can put this together, a facility, you can also do a private business and become wealthy just doing your thing. So when we have brothers and sisters and people who love us that go out of their way to take risks, okay, to expose, then we have to constantly say thanks. We have to constantly get in touch and say, what is it I can do? We spend a whole lot of money on junk. We spend a whole lot of money on white folks. That ain't gonna give you the time of the day. And we have to say to black businesses, to black businesses, you got a restaurant in this town in St. Louis, in Chicago, black restaurants that hire more black folks than your top 20 black athletes and black entertainers, and yet we got their pictures on the wall. But the people who's giving paychecks to black folks, we tend to forget them. And so again, I just want to say to you, my sister, and to everybody who's concerned, I publicly thank you and praise you and hope. God bless and protect you. I love you. God bless you. Have a good year.